Welcome, friends, to the Soul Talk podcast, a show where we explore and uncover the path to the heart, amplifying your conscience. Join me as we meet incredible souls who are in this journey and learn from their experience and different methods that will make you vibrate your heart. Let's get into it. Hello, everyone. This is Monica Ramirez, the Warrior of Love. And we're in Soul Talk, but also we're in Zoology. And we have uh, one of my dearest friends and students that I have worked with here uh, for a while, and I know her, and, and I really, really appreciate her, Bill and Pilar Camel. Thank you, Pili, for, uh, for accepting my invitation. For this Thank you, Monica. Thank you, Monica, for the honor of inviting me to be here. Thank you so much. Billy, it is a very, very talented and gifted being that she <laughs> can connect to many, many beings of light. She, she took my classes and so forth, but she have expanded way more than when she was, she was taking classes with me. Billy, yes. tell us a little bit about what are you doing now? Of course. Well, my name is Billy Camel. I am from Mexico City and I live in Mission, Texas in the United States. I started working with angels. I started starting to become an angel therapist. And one day my dearest teacher, Monica Ramirez told me, you know, Philly, it's awesome that you work with angels, but you're gonna get to a time that angels are not going to be enough for you. And that's where the time came. And I've started, as you said, growing and expanding and changing and communicating with other light beings. And right now I do therapy, I do angel therapies, of course, but for my angel therapies, I use a lot of, of tools, not only the channeling of messages and alignment of chakras. Now I do work with regressions to past lives. I also open Akashic records as a tool for my therapies. And the one that I like the most is the light language. It's now communicating with stellar beings and using their energy and their healing powers to help my patients and my consultants in my therapies. That it is so cool. <laughs> you can expand to, and we continue expanding as human beings. We are not gonna stop there because there's always something new to learn and to expand and to understand the, the all these gifts that we all human beings have. We just need to believe in ourselves so we can actually anchor those knowledge. Yes, and, and to open our hearts because people usually think as angels, as the dogmatic angels from the religion. And they say, no, no, angels only Michael, Gabriel and Raphael. Well, they're actually not the only angels that exist, but they are the first emanations of the angels. Let's say they come from the source. They come from whatever you want to call it. God, creator, the source, the fountain, whatever you like to call it. They are the first, but they're not only them. Like there are lots and lots of tons of Michelangelo, you know, like Mikas the angels from where Archangel Michael comes, but there's lots of them. And the Gabris from Archangel Gabriel, there are lots of them. So it's really hard just to 
put them all together in a category because we as humans in our human minds we want categories we want hierarchies we want like a set table you know like a drawing where everything comes from and that's not exactly how it works but also at the same time we all come from there everything and ever even plants animals everything comes from source everything comes from that fountain but there is also there is uh, a lot of but something that I, i've been hearing a lot from my my guides it is that as human beings the next step of evolution is evangelical and that goes for every single human being that of course that if their choice, life choice, it is the next, uh, in the next reincarnation, or even in this reincarnation becomes that. And there are also angels between us. They are human angels at the same time. Not necessarily have wings or fly or disappear to be, be an angel in a, in a way as, as a human being. Can you explain us a little bit more about that? Yes, and I'm gonna start by popping everybody's balloon. The angels don't have wings. <laughs> That's to start with. It's only the reflection of their light that gives us the appearance that they have wings. But they don't fly. They don't have wings. They don't look like the ones that we see in every single drawings in the churches and statues. They're totally different. We, as human beings, we want to put them something that relates them to us. That's why some people represent them like that. But Angels and light beings are among us all the time. All the time. Angels is just the first step. They're right here. They're in right in the next level. You can start seeing them at the very moment that you meditate a little. Immediately, you can reach one of them. We have them cl so close to us that very easy to reach. But I'm talking about the ones that are reincarnated as human angels that not necessarily different dimension are the ones that we go in uh, to the store and those are the cashiers or those the people crossing in the streets those are the ones that you can touch and feel and exactly but it's the same with other light beings it's like a star seed if if you want to compare it with a star seed it's like also angels have their star seeds here and they reincarnate as a human because they still have something to learn or something to give and for example this angel decides that we need him in this area so they just come like that they reincarnate and they come as human beings as avatars as to this world of materiality and density and to experience among us but they have a mission they have a very specific mission and they're always taking care of us and you can see lots and lots of you can sit on a table with 12 people and I'm sure every one of the 12 have more than 20 experiences where they feel that an angel has saved them. Like if you're driving and you're about to crash and you stop, an angel stopped you. Or somebody that helped you and then you turn around and that person is not there anymore. It's really, really amazing the different ways angels are living among us and they represent and they help us every single time we need them. And not necessarily they have to be fantastical, magical beings that when like there's a lot of myths about that. We're talking about someone that it is so sad that is about to commit a suicide. Mm -hmm. 
on that person, so a person or friend or a family member, not necessarily has to be someone from outside that just appear. No, simply just call, and just make a phone call, or just arrive with a cake or with something and just have the best conversation with that person and snap them from the thought of committing suicide. Yeah. Well, they just are always working with us and they're also working with um, all the creators and administrators of our universe. They're always working on our brains and in our thoughts. And they're trying to adjust us to accommodate to the new dimension. And they do as best as they can, but sometimes you just have something written in your contract and your time is over. So we as humans feel that we can do something more, but it's always, always is part of a plan that is already pacted. So angels work, yes, they help us. They help us live in a better way. They help us to avoid danger when it is not our time. But when it's our time, the way it has to be, it has to be. Some souls are not happy in this world. They decide to leave. Some of them, they just decide to leave and another soul comes to your body, right? You know, when we do these walk-ins, but they work, of course they work and they're always among us, but sometimes you just can't fight against the, the pact of life, what it's drawn. But at the same time, maybe it's, it, that depends on everybody. I remember hearing my mother since I was raised Catholic. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, he died when the God decided he died. The thing is, we forget that in a way we come from the same source. We are, we are just a spark of that same energy that comes from source. So in a way, we decide when we're done with our contract and we wanted to leave. Because we have our free will. Exactly. As humans, as avatars in this density, we have our free will. Yes. You know, our source, God, the fountain in his immense love for us gave us free will so that's when you decide if you decide if you want to stay with your contract and you decide to keep on no matter what life brings you and angels are here around us to help you do that or you with your free will decide you know that's it i'm leaving and then what is going to happen with that your soul is going to get taken to a soul hospital in the meantime, it's time to come back and leave it again until if, you master it. If they choose that too. If they choose to. If they, if they choose. choose. So, Thank you. Decide, okay, I don't want to be human anymore. I'm done with that. We, we all say we're done. And every time Monica, I say, you know, we're all done. They say, you know, there's a waiting list upstairs now. This, this world of density is the the heaven of souls because it's so accelerated and the experience experiences are so many that your soul evolves a lot much more than if you go to any other place so that's why everybody wants to come here even if sometimes we don't like it but everybody wants to come here yes i i do agree with that and i want to go back because this is i wanted to circle to one of one of my guides that it is Archangel uh, Azrael. Mm -hmm. That's the one that is the angel that it, a lot of people fear it. Because Ooh. exactly that point, when someone decided to, to leave this plane for any reason, they, uh, Azrael is the one that comes and, and helps to that process of, of 
let's put it a transition, let's put it like that. Yes, oh. Archangel Azrael is the most loving, caring, and compassionate of all. Yes. Archangel Angel, he's not that black, the one that comes with the black hood and the off thing, looking who's gonna take, I'm gonna take that one. No, that, that's not how it works. Archangel Azrael is here with all his love to help you transition into the light and yes. to help the families that stay here to find comfort in staying and living that person. And many times when a person is having problems to actually make that transition because they're carrying guilt and they're carrying shames and they're carrying unfinished business, let's put it like that too. That's when they, uh, that's when Israel have to intervene sometimes because the body is actually suffering too much to make that transition. And usually Archangel Israel does not come al alone. When in that situations where a person is having a hard time or that person is going to find trouble looking, going into the light, Archang Archangel Israel brings someone of your death families or someone that you love that is already dead, is already trans transitioned before you to come and help you along with that. That's why when we do these medium sessions and sometimes I'm called Monica to a hospital or to a place where a person is about to, to transit and is not going and is holding into his life said, can you help? And that's when I see Archangel Azrael there, but I also see another person or another boy or another family, somebody that's also there showing this soul the way, showing that it's time to depart, to leave this avatar, this container that is not needed anymore. And it's your time to start verticalizing and ascending. And that's when you said, we'll talk about this later, but when you ascend, we want to keep ascending until we all become angels. That's our goal. As human experience, As humans. that's the next step of evolution, but that doesn't mean necessarily that we come as our first life was in planet earth. So you were Acturian or you were Pleiades or you were from Sirius from another starting Lyrian, whatever you want to reincarnate the next one as that of whatever stars uh, star seed you are, you can do that. It's always a choice. It's, a, it's always a choice for the human being. Not only well, planet Earth is the one that has the uh, free will. Not every single planet has that. No. That's why there are more collectives than uh than actually the, like planet earth that we we choose for ourselves and in the collectives like the lecturians lecturians is a collective mm -hmm. and those are the ones that they they choose between themselves not one being is the one that choose like human beings that we have we're responsible of everything each one of us and lecturians it is the collective mm -hmm. That's why we are so unique. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's why we are, you know, this amazing race. You want to call it the blue race, the Adam Kadmon, the race number 33, whatever you want to call us humans, we are amazing. And that's why we, what we should start thinking about us, you know, yeah. starting to understand how amazing we are and what are we capable of doing and what are we capable of doing for each other but with our own conscience. 
start living dualness start living dual good bad beautiful start leaving that third dimension behind and start getting our own consciousness whatever we want to think whatever is our truth so we can evolution Yes, unfortunately, the duality, it is very, very ingrained into every single human being. And that's where the distortion came from love. That, that's where it actually gets us stuck. Because in the, that duality, it is, that's the, the great division. That's what it keeps us in the 3D. In the moment we feel superior or inferior, we're competing or we're feeling envy or we're feeling shame or blame or guilt, et cetera, or anger. And uh, that's what it keeps us in a lower vibration, in a lower vibration and, and our conscious gets more constricted. Exactly. The only- It's the, hard. <laughs> Nobody said it was gonna be easy, right? It's, it is hard to maintain hard. it there, but, Thanks to the ego, the, the ego is the one that everybody hates in a way. But even when my clients come with me and tell me, it's like, hey, this, uh, can you do something to remove my ego? It's like, the ego is the one that tells you. Where do you have to work on yourself? Like, oh, you're feeling competition or you're feeling envy or you're feeling this. That your ego is going to tell you. When I started taking classes with you, Mika, that I didn't believe in myself, that I was always, always doubting that I have, you know, this ability or, you know, that I could see people that was already in other planes or descended, or I could do, you know, contacts with, with like language or I could help somebody activate. And you keep telling me, Billy, put your ego on the side. You don't have to fight with it. Just have him accompany. <laughs> I always remember when you were teaching me, Billy, put this away. It's hard. It always comes back, but it's, something that we have to do it is a great tool it's actually we use it as a tool it is an amazing tool so we can ascend it's it's a tool for ascension but unfortunately like i tell many people like who who do you want to be the conductor of your body your ego or yourself (laughs) when we're when we become aware that's when everything change when we can have control of our own body and our own soul not the ego yes that's that's very that's very important on that but yes i i want to go circle back to the the departure from angel asriel because i believe that's where a lot of a lot of the fear comes from from many people when we're talking about asriel and uh and it should not be because it's like you mentioned it is a very very loving being that uh that i would like to to people not be so afraid of it because first of all time do not exist dead and um, birth do not exist it is just a continuation and those are those are precisely the 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 duality that it was dead and 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 born life and death yes exactly that's where it comes from and that's where it comes a lot of the fears to Israel at the same time so can you tell us a little bit more about the story about Israel and where it comes from so like that people get to know him a little bit better well Akeji Israel has been here for eons he's been here since the beginning since the source and especially since we started with this project in this 
universe of Nevadon, which we live, which is our local universe. When Nevadon and the administrators of the universe decided that we were going to live in a material and in a density environment, we were going to come and learn, and they created us these avatars, these containers. They knew that souls were going to come and go, that we were going to be in an in a waving of reincarnation, coming and going, coming and going. That's when Archangel Azrael and of course all his consciousness and all his emanation of Archangels, they were assigned to be with us. That's why they were assigned to come and help us and help the souls that were coming back to the place where, of origin or where they were supposed to go, as we explained before. If you're going to your other planet, if you're going ascending, if you're verticalizing, depending on what your soul is going to do at that moment, Archangel Azrael is going to be present there with other Archangels of his emanation to help us. That's when it was decided that he was going to be among us in this universe. He comes directly from the source. He comes directly from Avona from the island of paradise where the fountain god creator is i'm not gonna say live i'm gonna say exist you know because not that he lives there but that's exactly where he was emanated also from the source he's also part of the source so that's why he's always among us and that's that's his mission that's let's say his job <laughs> to put it in human words yes but it is not here to actually hurt us or take you. And in fact, as one of my guides, it is it is wonderful his presence. It's a very wise uh being that it will guide you in make you sometimes just to to make choices and make decisions. He's very good at it. He's very good at it. And Monica, not only when you're transiting, every single time that you have some sorrow that it doesn't have to be death. Like if you lost a job or lost a friend, or yes, I lost a pet, it's the same as this, you know, losing someone from our family, right? But I'm I, not calling them pets anymore. <laughs> They're our companions, but he's always here helping you. And every single sorrow or loss that you feel that you have as a human being, he's always here to comfort us always and people that we have the very sensitive uh, you know the gladys you know when you have this gift of being very very sensitive you can feel cold when he passes when he's close to us you can feel a little cold that's the majority of the angels when they're close to me that's that that coldness that coldness yes that's all the angels even michael i feel the same yeah. to, to me michael I feel hot when he's around. <laughs> but that's more the galactics. Uh, the that's galactics. when I, I feel that hot. Right. But for me, the angels feel cold mm. in general. But, but he's amazing. And Monica, on these dates, that it's November, almost November, and in Mexico, we celebrate the Day of the Dead. It's amazing how every single culture, they have their own rituals. And... Mm. With the Mexicans, they don't talk specifically about Archangel Azrael, but you can see him all over, all over the celebrations. You can see him around every single day of the death, 
a monument or altar. He's always around. It's not specifically shown like in a sculpture or something, but it's, it's really amazing how he, it feels when he's there. Let me just be clear for many of, many of you know what is Day of the Dead and for some, some of you, you don't know how, how we celebrated Mexicans the Day of the Dead and what is the difference between Halloween and Day of the Dead. Mm -hmm. There's a big difference between it. The Day of the Dead, uh, I prefer you to, to explain it. Uh, well, the Day of the Dead in Mexico is a day that you believe that uh, your deceased families or friends come back and celebrate with you. And we usually put the altars with their photographs. I don't know if many of you saw the movie Coco from Disney. They show exactly how people believe in Mexico are that the, the dead are gonna come and eat with us again. And they're gonna be among us on that day. It's the day that they all come back. Latin America is not only Mexico, it's all Latin America. It's in Latin America, yes. And uh, and we feel we make even jokes with the dead because we know it's not gonna take us, or we we have even the calaveras, the poetry that the is poem. in rhyme when you're making fun of her, and that's a very something very typical. I used to write a lot of calaveras uh, before, and uh, and it's making jokes with the dead because it's not in afraid. And you see the calaveras, the skulls that we do with flowers, colorful. And we put also in the altars, we put the favorite food or drinks, if they like cigars, if they like alcohol, if they like whatever, in the same altar. Because we believe in that, in the first, it is for the kids. And the second, it is for the- It's for all souls, yes. So we, uh, we believe that they come and they come to visit us. And because the bells are very thin, and that's even Halloween, that's what they believe. The bells are very thin. But we don't see it as the monsters are going to come attack us uh, or getting scared about that, like Halloween. Halloween no. is, is very different than Day of the Dead. Here is an honorability. To and, our ancestors. And, yes, and a, and a celebration from them. Celebration. It is not about getting scared or how or we're going to be using witches and werewolves and things like that. It doesn't have to do anything with monsters. It has to do with our grandfathers yeah. or grandmothers. It has to do with all our ancestors that they come and visit us. And that's why the altar is for them. Yeah. So, it's a beautiful celebration. Yes. And you see Archangel Azrael all around them, all the time. Because the bells are very thin. And the people that are very sensitive that I bet the majority of the people are watching this uh, this podcast, they are they are very sensitive to energies and so forth. So they're gonna be observing all this mm -hmm. these things in in the day of the dead. But I wanna wonder what was that separation between the kids and the adults for the day of the dead from the first to the second? I don't know. I don't know why they did that. They, some people have religious beliefs about that because I've been reading these past weeks on Facebook that people put like, you know, on their pages, what should you celebrate this day and the other day? And this day is for the children that were not baptized. And I said, 
excuse me, <laughs> you know, to, I'm sorry, to, it sounded weird to me, right? Like, yeah. although, because remember when the Spaniards came and conquered all Latin America, because it was not only Mexico, all Latin America, they tried, they didn't did like the, the British did to United States. They tried to put in the, uh, in the churches, the mix between the saints instead of the, the gods that we have. They, they forced them, they built on their temples. But, they built the churches on their temples. But they tried to intermix with that. In the, and with the British, it was very different. They just eradicated them and sent them to pray of tears, and it was very different. And in and, uh, in all Latin America, they tried to intermix with us. Yes, they, oh, they tried they to did. turn everybody into their religion. They forced them to turn into their religion. But they did not disappear yes. completely. That's why we have the Day of the Dead. That this is way older than the the Spaniards of of the conquer, of the conquerors that they came over here. So probably that's why the the, the kids that they were baptized and the kids were baptized. Yeah. Obviously, they make a difference of them. So maybe that's why I think it was probably more a combination of the religion that you're saying with the tradition that that made them separate the kids from the the adults or or the rest of the souls. Because probably our ancestors, the Incas, the Mayas, the Aztecs, all of them. They, they did not have this division because they understood that a soul is a soul. It doesn't matter the age. Exactly. And they didn't understand the concept that we're all one at that time. Yes, right. but our ancestors <laughs> did. Yes. Our ancestors did. Our ancestors did. Yes. Definitely. So, and it's not about fearing dead. It is about embracing life. It is in, in this kind of celebrations in this time of the year because we're approaching at the same time uh, holidays in uh, in all the cultures in the world. Uh, so it is when it is tough to be around family, as it is tough to lose in family in these times. So it is a very it is a very hard time for the human beings taxing when you become an adult. When you're a kid and you're still waiting for Santa Claus or or the three wise kings, it's awesome. But when you're an adult, things shift and change because there's the economy crisis. There's a lot of problems in there. Yeah. And because in these times is exactly when it's time to we are getting together. Thanksgiving in the United States is coming, yeah. and Christmas. then having Christmas, and then we have New Year's and and so forth, and all these holidays. Yes. Or Hanukkah, or we have in different religions, we have different celebrations, but it is mm -hmm. when the family gets together. And that's what is the part that it get harder in everything mm -hmm. being yes. yeah, around it, because those are the triggers. Those are like the ego that the we triggers. Were, that's where we were talking about the ego, you said as a tool. Yes, you said as a tool. The same yes. applies for the family. And I think we can find comfort also, you know, Archangel Israel is going to be around. So whatever we feel that we need his support, just call him. Yes. Just to remind everybody, they cannot intervene unless we give them permission. So we have to give permission. We have to ask for help. And we ask for help. We're going to have the help. But if we don't ask for help, they cannot intervene. Yes. The only reason they're going to intervene is 
if you are in danger of death and it's not your time. That's the only one, the only time they're going to intervene. But if not angels, you have to call them. You have to call them, you have to be aware of them. You have to open all your senses and find them in the trees, find them in the birds, in, the, in nature, find them all around us. But you have to open your heart and you have to call them, definitely. And there's so many that we know now by name. You know, no, not only the angels that we used to know before, now we have up to 20 that they have their own name and their own functions and how can they help you with. And we all can study that and learn about more, more about these angels. And I would like to also remind everybody that the angels are not human. They are galactics too. It is more accepted the angels because the religion that we were talking about. Yes. And it says in the Bible, there are good people, they're 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 good and they're bad. We have yes. the, the also the uh, um yes. angel that uh, not that uh, the angel of um Lucifer that he was one of the angels. We have the good ones and the bad ones. But all of them they don't they're not earthlings. They're not no. human. And not even Lucifer is another story because he's a Lucy from the emanation of the Lucy's. And he was our, actually, he was our first creator of this universe of Nevadon. He was working with, with Nevadon, but he wasn't agreeing with everything. So he moved to Satania, to another universe, to do what he thought it was best for their universe. But here the religion and the dogmatic have turned Satan and Lucifer into a demon that actually is not accurate. So. Well, it's because all the stories are all are, the stories. Like the story was never written by the conqueror, just put it like that. <laughs> and all the cultures observe whichever culture you wanna you wanna observe it. The story if you're reading it, it is because the conqueror is the one that wrote it. Yeah. And, and it, that's what they implanted, you know, like like I said, like dogmatic beliefs. Exactly. We so, have we have to get moving along with those. It's, Ego again, but it's something that we have to do. And we have to observe our dark sides of every single human being because we all have the light and we have the dark. But you cannot ignore your darkness because oh. we not work on it. Yeah. That's the way it's like, oh, I have this issue. I have in this shame or blame or guilt or victim mentality, whatever it is. If you don't observe it, it's always going to exist there. Always, and that's always something we always work with our consultants and our patients, you know, learn to embrace your shadow. Yes. Learn to embrace it, find the light out of it, but embrace. Because it feels great to be playing with the higher realms. It will make you amazing in this uh, higher vibration. It feels great, but you get out of your body. It's not gonna, you're not gonna do the inner work that you need to do. You, you need to do the work, Monica, and you have to do it well, not just do the work. That's why we're here and what we're here and the, and the but, basic of our project. But the inner work, yes. the work from outside is not going to change unless you do the work. The inner work. You have to put, you know, like together your body, your material body, but your soul and your mind to integrate it in the highest density. That's the goal of the project, of the whole project of Amkadmon, 
like an old race is based on that principle that in this density, we are going to adjust body, mind, and soul. Can you tell us a little bit more about Ankamon? Adam Kamon is the is the name of the project. We are Adam Kamon because we are in the density. Our avatar was created like to hold um, the spirits and the souls with this genetics that keeps changing all the time. Our DNA keeps changing, but that's the, that's the project that we're supposed to complete when we move into the fifth density in the fifth dimension. I'm sorry. When we move into 5D is when this project is going to be complete. When the whole planet Earth lives in this consciousness, in, in putting together, embracing mind, body, soul in the highest density. And that is what Nevadon's project and all the creators of this universe work on it every single day. That's interesting. Where they can people find more inter more uh, information about this? I follow, I take classes and I follow people that remember, that we call them recordadores, you know, people that remember. I follow Andrea Barnabé, Matias de Stefano, Ariel León, eh, Javier Pedro, those people that have more information about this. This is the cosmology the creator of the cosmology and anthropology, like how the cosmos was created and how we were created as a human race. If you follow Energia 1111, Ale Varsena, she gave marvelous classes about all these things. And that's... Billy, do you have any projects right now that you're doing that you would like to share with everybody? What I'm doing, what I like the most doing right now is teaching light language. I give workshops, short workshops like every other month about stellar beings and a little bit of how the cosmos was created and how the races were created. And then I help people activate light language and light codes. Also, I, I help people doing that and then what we do with that light language. Light language is not only, oh, because I want to speak funny or because I want to connect with my higher self or with light language helps us for healing as well. Not only to help the, the world or the other people evolution, no, but what we do is help heal. And I also teach in my classes how to self heal or then how to heal others with light language. And besides, I also do the angel therapies and, and regression to past lives and Akashic records. But this is what I've been doing lately. And I feel very, very happy because if I can light the seed or I can plant a little seed in one person at a time, it's more than enough. Yes, that is, yeah. that is so true. That is so true. It's been really yeah. my pleasure to have you here. Thank you. Thank you for accepting yeah. my invitation. It's been my pleasure. There's so much to talk about. It's so many, you know, topics yes. that we can pick, but we we talk a little bit. About. We will have you back. We will have you. Of back. course, it will be my pleasure being together with my best teacher. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. So Thank much. you.